Welcome back to Make Do. I'm Julia Scott. And I'm Tiff Arman. And it's December. We're coming up on Christmas. If you're really early on this episode, there's a few days left of Hanukkah. Some people give gifts for New Year's. Basically, we want to do another gift guide. And it's because I could have sworn that we did one like a couple of years ago, but it was December of 2020. And that's not even like that's not even like a joke about how time passes too quickly. Just quite honestly, I would have sworn it was years ago. Yeah, I double checked. I double checked mine from last year and I was like, okay, let's see. Let's see what I recommended last year, just so I don't do the same this year. Yeah, because I was going to recommend the Bosch cordless glue pen again. But like, I, I still do recommend it, but I could be, you know, a little more inventive than that. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about some things that we wish for some things to give to makers and some things from small makers that you can give both to the artists in your life and to other people who just, you know, like gifts. So my opening statement for this episode is basically like a lot of people are being really frustrated that there's so much stuff right now stuck on container ships, especially here Mm -hmm. in the United States. We are not getting shipments in as quickly as we used to, which was honestly like insanely fast before right like yeah having a small uh you know or maybe some in some places large you know truncated supply everyone's like freaking out but Mm -hmm. i saw this great thing that said you know for christmas and holiday giving there is plenty of things that are made in your country that like you can purchase and give to people that is it's not stuck on container ships because it's made by local artists and craftspeople and there is stuff available to purchase that is not from Amazon. So I think that this gift guide, instead of just becoming like, you know, an affiliate link fest for us to (laughs) rank in some sort of affiliate links from Amazon, it's not like that. It's more to promote and make people aware of some of the things that you could buy that is extremely local to, if not only, you know, your own region, but your own country. And yeah, it might help you um, get around some of those shipping delays that so many other people are experiencing. And you'll be able to show up at your you know, holiday celebrations with gift in hand that is, you know, made by someone very nearby. Yeah, that that, you know, cliche Pinterest quote of like, when you buy something from a small business, somebody does a dance. It's pretty true. Uh, I have have (laughs) two two asterisks. Uh, One is that uh, I at least and I'm kind of assuming that you do too. It's like a mix of specific, uh, like specific projects or products, and then just like general categories kind of like when I did last year, like, or the year before, maybe, I don't know, you know, like tapes and glues, <laughs> like it's a category of things to give. So uh, you don't have to, you know, some of these things are more like inspiration. If if I mention a certain maker and you're like, oh, that's a fun category, but they're in a different country for me. The second asterisk is um, also, you know, be, be give some grace to small makers who maybe also have to wait for supplies to come in. Because I know that every time a small maker, for instance, you know, goes viral on TikTok or Instagram, and then people get really mad at them that they can't suddenly produce 10,000 of something because they are not Amazon. So just, oh, yeah. you know, be, be mindful of that as well. 
Exactly. I mean, and there's also like, you know, if you not that saying that one person that makes a thing is the same as another, like, obviously, you're going to like someone else's style way more uh, or less than, you know, you compare and contrast. And that's why you buy from those people. But also saying that if you're interested in purchasing like a piece of pottery, which I always think is a fantastic gift. I just love giving like I love pottery. I just think it's so <laughs> I think it's because I can't make it. And it's also really cool that someone else actually made it. And it's not from like a ceramic <laughs> shop or like not a ceramic shop, but a uh, like big box store or something like a, you know, mass produced ceramic piece. Anyway, but I'm saying there are a lot of people out there who make pottery. So if you're like looking for a certain type or style of mug or something to give to someone and you like someone's stuff and they are totally out of stock because they can't keep up, there's going to be someone else that you can find and support if you need it like at that moment, you don't want to wait. So there are a lot of those options. And also another asterisk to put on this. Um, I had my whole soapbox speech about Amazon stuff. But I mean, my list also has some like regular, everyday product kind of things that aren't made by specific people or aren't in my specific country. So I'm kind of everywhere. But <laughs> it was just like, a way to think about it if you're struggling to like purchase something, you know, waiting for it on Amazon. It's kind of cool to find it from someone that actually made it. Yep. All right. What do you want for Christmas, Tiff? All right. Well, okay. This is my approach to this gift guide was basically like giving shout outs to all of the uh, small businesses and makers or things that I have enjoyed buying throughout this year because I just found them extremely useful. So are we going like back and forth? Are we going to do like our whole list first? What What are we doing? Uh, we could do our whole list for each section and then swap over. I mean, I don't think I really have sections. Mine's just kind of like a just list. kind of stuff. All right. Well, I will <laughs> yeah. say then that two things that I want for Christmas. One is just a very fancy sewing machine. It's specific. It's a baby lock Gloria. It's expensive. I might like ask for donations for it from my family. Um, I found a refurbed one that I might buy. It's just a very, very fancy, like, overlocker searcher does a bajillion things. And it threads itself, which is the main thing that makes me love the idea of it. Because threading a serger is just a torture. And the yeah. other thing, completely different scale, is there are a number of people who make sort of uh, leather bracelets that are short measuring tapes. So they go like twice around your wrist so that you can measure, you know, like four or five, six inches if you're knitting on the go or sewing or I guess at Ikea or something. But they're Me just any like... kind of measuring on the go. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it would be knitting. Um, but just like they're different color, just like leather strips with measuring lines on them and i think you know they're they're cute and fun and they're very useful i love that and i think i want one of those too put that on my list <laughs> <laughs> i want that on my list uh okay so well something on my list is tools that don't rust i actually asked my brother Ooh. for these so if anyone has any recommendations go message him um i don't know he's on instagram uh like <laughs> but so um I need tools that are not going to get corroded in the in the extreme environment that is where I live, like such water salty and salt air. and wind. <laughs> oh, my God. My I have like, you know, I use like little jewelry tools and usually, you know, they're a couple bucks. They're not that expensive. They're like, but little, still, 
cheapy things. They rust like crazy. And then I started buying, I bought a pair that was like a little bit more expensive. Yeah, still rusts completely through like unusable rust, like not even just like, oh, clean your tools or put them away. I keep them in like airlocked containers and they still get rusty. It is, it is relentless. So yeah, I need like I have a couple dentistry tools, which is really strange <laughs> because a neighbor no, I have, who... I have some too. Yeah. A neighbor who is like an ex-dentist gave me an ex-dentist, <laughs> a retired dentist. Uh, he didn't get fired from dentistry. Um, but he gave me some of his tools. And those are the only things because they're like heavy duty stainless steel that like are not rusting. Oh, yeah, because they have to be able to like go through an autoclave and stuff. Exactly. And they're also like in your mouth all the time. And they're constantly used in like wet situations. So like they've been great. But yeah, that's... That's what I asked for my brother. He knows so much about tools, so he was the one that I uh I That's I, a really good one. I tasked this find. But I think that other people might want to find something like that if they have a similar situation. Yeah, because I remember when I lived in, in San Diego, I lived, you know, right by the beach, not you know, up the street from the beach. But the people who lived on the cliffs, on Sunset Cliffs, I remember people telling me, I heard this from several people that, you know, those houses are super expensive. So you have rich people who live there. They have a lot of really nice, fancy stuff, but they only buy cheap electronics. I'm assuming cheap-ish, not like $5, but cheap electronics because they're right by the water and there's so much salt water that everything just like corrodes. So they have tons of nice, fancy stuff, but cheap TVs, cheap CD players back when that was a thing, I'm assuming cheap you know, they might have to replace their their uh, talking computer friends often as well. So, <laughs> I mean, our washer and dryer is like bottom of the basement kind of style, like super, <laughs> super simple because they get filled with sand and they get all corroded so easily. So, yeah, I totally understand that. But I need tools that are going to last more than a week. <laughs> yeah, I have I have some tools that get because, you know, I also work in a wet environment, like your dentistry tools. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, I really have to make sure to keep things clean or sand them down every now and then. Yeah, because rust bits in your work is not good. It is not good. And they can cause damage to things when they're fired or just, you know, they don't melt. So they will stick out and ruin things. Mm -hmm. First on my list of things that you can give to your maker friends, magnets. For picking up screws and tiny parts and needles, you can actually buy in a lot of like sort of tooly places, uh, a retractable or extendable stick thing uh, with a magnet on the end so that you don't even have to bend over because you're always going to be dropping things. You know, Uh, I drop, you know, pins and needles way more than I should. And uh, sometimes I can't even pick them up because, you know, we have an old house in this there's sometimes gaps between the planks, and so the pins will fall in, and the heads are just big enough that you can't fish them out. But with a magnet, you can pull them out. <laughs> that is very clever. I'm I'm assuming that you could pick up your rusty tools with them if they fall behind a, a table or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've I've lost a lot of uh, glass bits because my um, studio in the basement there's no like end to the floor, so there's like floorboards. Well, they're mm-hmm. like big two by four kind of things. So it's like a, a lifted basement and um, stuff falls in between the slats and like into the sand. So mm-hmm. it's gone forever. Like there's no hope. <laughs> I can never get it out. There, it's maybe just you gone. Should, maybe you should like put, you know, a tarp under there just for when you're working with glass. Well, I'm thinking I need like mats now for the studio. Oh, maybe that's another possible. Uh, I need some like <laughs> studio mats to like make a floor, like a solid floor. Good call. <laughs> uh what's your next thing 
So this is something that I got from um, a maker, actually, for Christmas last year. My future sister-in-law made me this amazing waxed canvas apron, and it has been so amazingly useful. Like, it is so sturdy. It's absolutely filthy right now. Like, it's covered in stuff, but I wear it every single day. It has, like, big pockets and, like, big straps that I can move around really easily. It is a wonderful thing because it's lightweight enough that you don't feel like you're wearing like this really heavy apron but yet it is it doesn't get like wet or permeated very easily because it's this wax canvas and it's in a cool like really cool color um so i would recommend anyone to get a maker friend like a waxed canvas apron made by somebody or you can make it yourself the you know apron patterns are pretty forgiving um to new sewers and also you can like add details to it if you're an advanced sewer but yeah a wax canvas apron ended up kind of being the most useful like used gift that I got last year and it would definitely something that I would further buy for another maker well I'm definitely adding that to my list (laughs) I keep thinking that I need to make um, a new apron for my studio and maybe one of those split aprons that a lot of potters use mm-hmm. and for some reason I just never get around to it but this just might trigger me to do it or ask for it from someone else because I just use like a regular thin-ish like kitchen apron it's a high quality kitchen apron but it means that it's very easy for like my pants to get wet or you know whatever I'm wearing because yep. things will splash. That is genius. That is genius. Actually, that's really funny because it kind of leads into my next item, which is, and I have it in all caps, protective gear. <laughs> Just like all kinds of protective gear, right? Regardless of if it's thimbles or goggles or whatever it might be. I, we might have mentioned this last year because it's one of those things that you kind of not necessarily skimp out on, but it's not going to be your top priority to get get high class or replace because they're not like fun, you know, and it's really easy to get sloppy about protective gear. So protective gear, just the whole category of protective gear is is my my list item. I especially find it really useful that if you have a family member that is looking for like gift ideas, either for you or for someone else to like kind of it's it's like it's like a gift giving um pro strat kind of thing where it's like you you pinpoint the person that might have advanced knowledge in this kind of realm of things that could be better at giving a gift even if it's not for like the exact same thing that that person does mm-hmm. like i asked my brother for help with like tools and protective gear or like ideas about like vent fans and stuff or even though i'm doing like handicraft kind of work and he does like you know chainsaws uh you know it's still like he might have (laughs) yeah like he might have more relevant information or like ideas about something that is for like a bigger scale thing that can be scaled down that i didn't even know existed so it's kind of cool absolutely yeah ask those people or task out gift giving for people that are like a little bit more in the realm of something that like, you know, maybe you don't know this much about what someone is doing, but you can be like, hey, uncle so-and-so, you know, aunt so-and-so does this. And so maybe you can uh, give her something that is related to that. So like, I don't know, like almost like a gift giving um, coordination. (laughs) (laughs) Like it might be helpful to like, I think people like that kind of guidance, especially around the holidays. Just have a family Google Doc where you put in things that you might want at some point. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> what's, what's your next thing? Um, all right. So, like, I have kind of a general list of um, ideas and things that I think would be nice for any kind of makery person or anyone who's, like, slightly artistically inclined or even, like, just general purpose gifts. Um, mm-hmm. So one thing I wanted to suggest was, like, a plant, which seems really cheesy, but I've been really enjoying ordering plants from a website called The Sill. And it like a window started- sill? Yeah, it's called The Sill, and we'll link to uh-huh. it in the show notes. But it is, it's kind of like a plant, it is a plant delivery service, but their their plants are really nice, and they are, um, they're always been healthy. I've ordered tons of plants from them over the past couple years, well, over like pandemic years, because now I'm super into plants. But they also have like really interesting things, like if you have someone who is a coffee lover, they sell coffee plants. Which is kind of cool and exotic and like neat and interesting and kind of quirky. And I don't think like a lot of people are giving each other coffee plants as gifts. And generally, like these plants are pretty easy to take care of. Obviously, you don't want to give this to someone who hates plants. Because I was just going to be like, is the subscription so that you get them on a schedule when you're expected to maybe (laughs) have killed the previous one? (laughs) Well, you don't have to sign up for like any subscription or anything. It's more like a one-time gift thing. But they come in like really nice pots, like kind of gift ready. And Mm -hmm. they're always, like I said, they've always been really healthy. And so I think like sometimes adding a little bit of greenery and I think especially creative people really like having greenery around. And so it's a I think it's a nice like well-priced plant that you can go and shop for online. And I guarantee it's going to show up real nice because sometimes you think like, oh, plants are going to show up like all trashed. It's it's not like that at all. And so, yeah, I think that that's kind of a really cool, different gift. And it doesn't seem like it's a a clutter thing that would mm-hmm. really mess someone up. Like, you know, if they have a plant and if it ends up dying, then that's, you know, there goes the clutter. But still. <laughs> and you know what? When you were talking about it, I also realized that there are a lot of crafts that go along with plant pots. Like uh, maybe you throw pots, but also, you know, like you can do macrame around a pot. You can do mosaics. I'm sure you could do like glass mosaics on them. Like you can decorate a pot as well. You can give someone a plain pot and like whatever craft it is they like to do to make that pretty. Or if you know someone that makes pots, you can get them a plant to put into the pots that they make. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also a lot of like really interesting types of plants out there that I had no idea. Like there's some, like, I, I've really gotten into like pink plants. Oh, they're so cool. Like there's so many cool plants that you would never even think. It's not just like, you know, the begonias that you can get at the garden center. There's so many cool things. I the only danger is that then you will try to give everyone you know cuttings and everyone will give you cuttings and suddenly you're you can't quite like find the door in your room. Um, I'm okay with no, that. I'm you're I'm okay, okay with, with that. that. <laughs> yeah. Um my next thing is uh patterns basically because a lot of crafts have patterns or plans for things, you know, like sewing, knitting, 3D printing, like you can buy the schematics to make a thing and sometimes people are hesitant to buy those so you can find you know some fun things like i found one for an octopus on etsy that i've had in my favorite fridges and and forgot about a sewn octopus so you can buy patterns or or schematics you can buy a subscription to a magazine that does patterns like so they get regular deliveries 
Um, you can get, you know, digitally or physically. Maybe you can get a gift certificate to a place that sells patterns. Because this, I think, is also fun both for someone who's totally new to a craft and someone who is maybe, you know, looking to get more serious about a craft, right? Like if, if someone is like, well, I you know, just got a sewing machine, you can get them, say, an apron pattern. Uh, or you're like, well, I know you've been looking at this super advanced corset or something. And here is the pattern. And maybe you could even include, you know, some of the the accessories or accoutrement for that product for, for that project with the pattern, right? And I That's think That's such a good idea. <laughs> and I think also going along with those lines, you can also and I think we've talked about this before, classes. You know, either give them an actual class or I don't know if you can do gift certificates to like continued education places, but you can, you know, make them a pretty card that says, I will uh, pay for maybe even join you in a class for a thing that you want to try or that you want to get better at because I think you know um, encouragement is always nice that is a very good idea and I think I might steal it do people sell like patterns for they must right for for stained glass like you put the they glass do, over it and you cut out I wouldn't want one because I'm avoiding other people's <laughs> ideas <laughs> But but some people like to, you know, make things from kits or, you know, kind of yeah. a, a, a glass by numbers, I guess. I mean, yeah, that's total. like there are tons of kits and, and guides and stuff out there, especially like if you're just starting and you kind of want to be walked through it or and you're not as, you know, stubborn as I am. Uh, <laughs> there's there's definitely a whole bunch of stuff out there for a lot of uh, woodworking, too. Right. Like you can get a lot of um patterns and plans for uh woodworking yeah. ideas and projects i would i would maybe along with your you know ask someone who knows more about the craft thing just like try to get a gauge on what level they're at because it it doesn't have to be insulting but it can be a little sad to get like a you know if you're a level seven complicated things and somebody gives you a pattern for a very basic pattern, you know, a basic thing or the other way around. You're a complete beginner and someone's like, hey, here, I got you a pattern for uh, a historical ball gown. And you're like, gee, thanks. So just like try to gauge what would be a good, good one for them. Or give them a little like pattern packet, like beginner to advance. And then oh, they nice. like, that is you go. Very, ooh, <laughs> sort of like an, an, an advent calendar of, of patterns. Well, because pa patterns aren't usually that expensive. Like right now, I'm kind of trolling around Etsy and there's like different patterns for things. And, you know, they can range between like $5 if it's, you know, just a quick digital download and it's pretty simple all the way up to like, you know, $30 for like some of the much more advanced ones. But um, but still, it's a it's a pretty good range price wise. Ooh. Also, you could give someone, uh, if they're a sewer or do things that are, you know, of a certain scale, you could give them a gift certificate, like a card with, with printing credits for a place that prints on big sheets. Because a lot Ooh. of sewing patterns, if you order them digitally, you get them printed on A0, like the hugest sheets of paper so that you don't have to tape together um, a bunch of like regular printer paper. That's and a good idea. It, it doesn't have to be expensive, but it's also like you just remove a hurdle to get the thing printed easily. I have a company that I basically bought out their entire inventory like four times over. Um, oh, dear. It, I, well, 
when you have like a lot of cubbies and things and like you need something to like keep stuff in, right? That And sometimes mm-hmm. it's really nice to have something that's pretty and not something that is just like, oh, I bought, you know, a bunch of these plastic bins. And, you know, if you're if you're more into the idea of it being handmade and if you're more into the idea of, I don't know, just like every time I look at it's a basket it's a basket um every time i look at these baskets (laughs) i'm just so happy like they're so happy they are expensive so it's more like a it's more like a treat for Mm -hmm. um so it's called close mondays i've gotten so into their stuff and i just think that like they're it's so great to support like a small business that is making everything themselves i think they have a warehouse like they're working out of a warehouse in brooklyn and um it's just they're really great quality i use them i have them for laundry baskets i have them for little like stuff baskets on our shelves because there's a lot of uh you know in and out of masks and um you know uh, gloves and all that kind of like stuff all the stuff. like life stuff <laughs> yeah uh, marco has stolen a few for his wires and things and it's just like it's nice to have a vessel that is kind of like warm and inviting, but yet it has our, you know, Nintendo controllers all in it. And um, so I really got into investing in these kind of like long-term storage things that are also a beautiful piece of art to look at. So I highly recommend like if you know someone who would appreciate something like this or just likes colorful things, um, getting them one of these. They have all different kinds. They even have like hanging baskets for plants, um, for toy baskets. I don't know. It's just it's a nice treat. And I always find that like buying something for somebody that maybe they wouldn't spend the money on themselves, but you're giving it as a gift is kind of also part of the gift. So yeah, I really love these baskets from Close Mondays. You should definitely check it out. We'll have the link in the show notes. They're in no way sponsoring or anything. I just really like them. Yeah, nobody nobody on this list is. Um, aside from, obviously, we are going to suggest that you buy things from Girl with a Great Glass and Semi-Cool Ceramics, <laughs> but those aren't sponsored. We're, we just benefit. Um, yeah, and like I love just because... Obviously, I joke about like having bowls everywhere to just like store random stuff, the bowls that I make. But also like, yeah, pretty braided basket. I have like a giant carved wood bowl that's probably, you know, over seven years old that just like catches stuff in our, you know, when you come in the door and just like plop everything in there and then you can pretend that you're organized. And it's prettier than just, you know, a a, a plastic bucket. Yeah, exactly. And like, oh, they're so nice. They're woven and they're painted. It's they're very cool. That sounds amazing. Uh, my next uh, I have I have one thing left that's like a specific maker thing and one that is for makers or anyone. And then I'm going to go on to my uh, more general gifts because I realized that, again, we might have talked about this before, but like tiny tripods, photo gear, for just like photographing their things, not necessarily for someone who, you know, has a store or like a huge online presence, but just like the little things. I know a lot of people already had to buy ring lights for, you know, all the Zoom meetings. Um, (laughs) But, you know, just like the little things that make it easier to photograph something because it's fun to put stuff on Instagram, even if if you're not going to sell it, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That those are always like nice little uh, little things for people who are are kind of getting into photography but don't like the but you know they still like the they need like little things right like the extras Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and like even just like a you know a, a one of those clip-on macro lenses for your phone for someone who say makes jewelry or you know who makes little things. Yeah, and again, that's that's kind of like the expert idea of like if you know someone who's getting into like making maker videos for themselves and mm-hmm. you've been making videos and you can like suggest or or help or purchase something for somebody to um, advance what they're already doing because you have already been there. I think that that's also that's like a really cool gift. And if if you're a maker, I know a lot of people make like weird, funny sort of tripody things, you know, like you attach uh, a camera holder to the, just like a giant clamp that you can clamp onto anything so you don't even have to buy all the things. Um, actually, speaking of jewelry, I'm also going to link to my mom's Instagram and website because she started um, not just doing miniatures for like dollhouses. She's making fun, weird, tiny jewelry right now. And for some reason, the Internet has gone wild over her leak earrings. Like oh, the that's vegetable cool. leak. She makes them with like a tiny pasta maker and they're leeks. <laughs> and I just, I just, they're so funny. That's awesome. Um, what's your next thing? All right. This is, um, so last year I suggested a big Sharpie pack. And mm-hmm. so since now we are a year forward, I suggest for that person that you got the big Sharpie pack for, it's time a to refill? go Copic. <laughs> no, it's time to go Copic. It is Ooh. time to advance their marker array here and copic sells um like little packs like different packs of of colors and so you don't have to buy them individually so i think that like a starter pack of either the basics or like some really cool you know off-toned colors i think that would be a really great gift for someone who is a doodler or a marker person um i think that that is a, a real nice treat because copics are pricey and again one of those things that sometimes it's fun to get someone a gift that they would never get themselves especially mm-hmm. if it's a maker who would appreciate you know the purchase of a copic i think that that's really very cool so yeah time it's time put the put those copics in the stocking Nice. My next thing for makers, but I think you can give them to anyone who is even slightly creative. Um, it's called the Daily Project Deck. Uh, build an easy and fun creative habit uh, by Molly McLeod. She's Molly Ampersand on Instagram. So it's just like, you know, a, a deck, like a deck of cards of uh, projects to, you know, get you back into being inspired and making more spontaneously or if you want to become more inspired. But what I really, really love uh, as uh, she posted recently on her Instagram, and she said, uh, if you're getting the deck for someone else, fill out a short form telling me a little about them, and I'll recommend a personalized daily project for them. I think I'm pretty good at this. I just, that's just such a fun little bonus. Like, if I were to be, you know, like, oh, this is my husband, and he likes uh, 3D printers and blinky things, and then, <laughs> you know, I get a little bonus thing with my deck of, of project things. I th- thought that was really fun. That's really cool. Yeah, I love those little things, like those like little inspiration, um, mm-hmm. I- I- inspir- inspiration, inspirations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because you know, we 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 like different kinds of sort of challenges and projects, and sometimes it's it's nice to have someone else set that up for you. So, um, I kind of now have stuff on my list that's just like kind of cool stuff for cool people. That's kind same, of like same. <laughs> what the stuff is. Um, I'm going to go through kind of my um, my little cluster here of like ideas that maybe people didn't think of. Uh, and then you can go through yours. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my first one on the list is like cool retro thrifted shirts and clothes. 
So instead of like going out and buying something new, there are plenty of people now online and who have websites who sell like curated thrifted collections, which I think is so cool. It's like if you find the right person that kind of matches with your aesthetic or the aesthetic that you're shopping for, uh, you can like find all of these like really cool things. And it's actually retro vintage wear that has been you know cleaned and um, kept nicely and it's just it's kind of a a neat thing for a creative person that just wants something that no one else could have or or is just a really unique piece like the one that I'm looking at now is older ghosts if you I am again we'll link to it in the show notes but she will um constantly just have a rotating stock of all kinds of cool vintage finds and then she resells them and I think that it's a really cool business idea and if you like again if you dig her aesthetic then you're going to be able to find something cool to give to people that also would dig her aesthetic so um, I definitely highly recommend something like that it's something that I would have never thought to gift someone a thrifted piece before but seeing the stock that a lot of these people have it be, it's much more enticing than it ever has been. Um, yeah, and it's it's super fun too because like it can be fun sometimes to be like, oh, you know, I ran into four other people wearing the same, you know, Target NASA shirt today. Mm-hmm. It can be fun, but sometimes it's also fun to be like, I am most likely going to be the only one with this weird, you know, sparkly Leonard Skinner <laughs> shirt or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, something else that I was, um, any kind of like, I probably suggested this before, any kind of zines or self-published books of art or poetry or web comics through from various, um, various people. I'll list a bunch on, uh, that I like on Instagram. Um, I mean, someone that I think of right off the bat is like Kevin Butnick. I love his stuff. I think he has like a little zine that you can subscribe to and he has like a comic series that he does. There's a ton of other people that do this kind of stuff. And, um, even like, uh, reprinted collage journals like people sell their collage journals in like print form but just like self-published stuff I think that that's that's really cool there's also a lot of artists out there that will um, publish small little books of like drawing guides that they've made themselves and I think that that is a really cool little gift again like an inspiration gift for someone who loves to draw that maybe they never heard of this person but it could be a neat little thing and you would be supporting someone who is an independent maker and you're also you know giving this cool gift to someone that they probably would have never seen before and could never find in a store uh another thing pottery i always love pottery uh i'll (laughs) we'll list a bunch of potters or things um people you know, maybe one of them's on this show. I don't know. Um, <laughs> stickers. Be, possibly, maybe. <laughs> uh, stickers is a really cool thing. I've been really into this one woman, um, Fat Bird Designs. She makes like patches and stickers, but it's all to support aviary. Aviary? Yeah. What? What's What's bird studying called? Gosh, it just slipped my mind. Yeah, I think so. Avian? No, that's the flu. Audubon? Audubon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Audubon societies and protecting um, endangered birds and stuff. She makes patches and will donate uh, proceeds to protect endangered birds. So that might be a cool thing too for like anyone that you know supports wildlife and natural habitats, like getting them one of her uh, patches and stickers or pins. It's, it's, that's a really cool thing to say like, Hey, this gift supported something. And it's, that's it's really so cool. Fun. Uh, my last thing is, um, probably i mean a gift that i i'm sure people have given for a very long time but um oh i have two more actually uh artisanal chocolates 
I don't know. I nice. just really like beautiful chocolates. Like they're just really some of them are so shiny and pretty and colorful and like weird flavors. I just think that that's there's some candy out there that like looks like jewelry. Like it's they're so very pretty. And I think that if you are getting a gift for a foodie kind of person, that that is very appreciated because oftentimes those are the things that you talk yourself out of buying. Like you don't you don't buy them yourself mm-hmm. very often unless like maybe you're on vacation or something. But that would be a really cool gift. And finally, um, a cool pen. I mean, come on, everyone likes a cool pen. I highly recommend both Retro 51s uh, because there are basically a thousand different ones for anybody who has any kind of, like any color you could think of, any pattern, any interest. Any, any... <laughs> any interest. There's like a pen for somebody and it's a beautiful pen that is refillable. And also um, shown design pens. Those He has ones that um they're machined and they are kind of like pocket style pens and they are he has all different colors of them. They're made in uh, Philly, and um, you can basically find, again, any kind of style. Uh, there's different textured ones. You, you can, like, match one of his designs to, like, someone on your gift list. Some of them are filled with space pens, which is really nice and universal for even if you're getting it for someone who isn't a pen person but mm-hmm. uh, just likes to write. I think both of these, um, Retro 51 and Shown Design, they both have... Um, that kind of universal appeal. So definitely check those out. It's it's like a a nice, beautiful, handmade, well, shown design ones. That you, Retro 50 ones are made in a factory, but that's fine. I still think they're really cool. Um, <laughs> well, they're made with a lot of fun different designers. Yeah, so. they're made. Yeah, exactly. So I think that they are both like really cool gift ideas for um, even non-pen people. So I think that's it. I think that's, that's all my stuff. Awesome. All right. I have... Same, like, a, you know, I've, I've talked about some general things and you brought up a lot of the general categories. But uh, there is a maker, um, a young Swedish dude, uh, Hannes Anderson, um, who goes by Bitter Not Sweet, who does these fun uh, lino prints and multiple colors, art prints, pronoun pins with, like, rats holding signs. I don't know why I love them and other pins <laughs> and, and tons of fun stuff. And he's actually going to be at one of the Christmas markets that I'm going to be at. He, like, turned up in my TikTok a while ago. And... He doesn't have, as far as I can see, up in his store right now because he was making these. He's going to have them in person. Um, They're like he buys like teddy bears and other stuffed animals and cuts off their faces. And he makes these like (laughs) clay faces that are not like scary monsters, more like weird monsters. You know, like, oh, there's the uh, sort of moon bunny that has like this moon face with three eyes. And they're just they're really weird and really cool. Again, not scary, creepy, just like very weird and cool. Um, they might show up on the website after Christmas. I don't know. But I, I'm thinking about getting one at one of these markets, just like sneaking away from my table. Uh, they're really fun. And then um, I bought some soap from a friend who makes soap. She doesn't really sell them. She jokes that I'm her best customer, which is really funny. because She just makes them like for fun. But it made me think about like, you know, artisanal soaps made by by small businesses and i found Mm -hmm. on etsy i like part of me is kind of anti like oh you need special man soap uh but this one has so many interesting scents of soap they also have like cologne and they have beard oil and shaving soap and stuff but they had for some reason i got really intrigued by this beer soap six pink six pack sample set so they're handmade and and the smells in this one are eucalyptus brown uh, Angeles Forest IPA, Golden State Hefe, Hops and Barley Scrub, Coastal Sage Lager, and Citrus and Spruce Saison. And I'm like, Ooh. I would wash with those things. Uh, but like just sample sets so that if you give them to someone, 
they can figure out like, oh, hey, I really, really loved this scent. Because I think also it's it can be hard to figure out smells you like. Does that sound weird? But just like you wouldn't think of it. I will recommend actually the recent episode of Top 4 of Flavors. <laughs> because like there were some unexpected things in there. And they also made me think about scents that I like. Um, so I like these weird... Because the, she gave me... Or the the selection that she picked out for me are some like interesting combos of like, well, this has coffee or beer or whatever. But also come to think of it, actually, just like general handmade self-care, like beard oil, I think is really interesting because it's a thing that's gotten really big in the past like year or five. Um, but you can find some small makers who have just like, you know, to make your face smell nice. But it's also good to care for your beard I, I don't have a beard but it they smell nice uh then something i found on on etsy was these uh vintage girl scout badge key rings uh from Ooh. eye candy handmade nc who is a girl scout leader of 13 years um so they're set into these small they're called pendant trays but like you know it's a tiny tray and then you stick the badge in and i think she has some other stuff with the with the badges but you know it's like taking care of animals or I don't know if they lead old ladies across the street anymore, but you know, there's all these different themes for, so you can either get it for someone who has done something good or, you know, just uh, cause they're funny or because it's a, an area that they want to get good at. Right. I just thought those were really, really funny. Then Jody Neal ceramics. She was on great pottery throwdown the most recent season. She has right now these gorgeous um, tree ornaments. They're like, um, ceramic carved snowflakes and some other things they are beautiful but she also has uh, vases and other things and something that she's been working on I think for the past like year or two are these amazing round uh, vases that look like the moon so they have craters Ooh. and like blown sand looking th- like they're just they're gorgeous we'll absolutely link them in the show notes so like you were saying all pottery is, is good pottery almost <laughs> uh, but they're just they're so cool and they're they're also sort of dark but not scary like she just really has an an eye for sort of texture and contrast which i think is really really cool um and then another potter is the monster in so she these are also kind of hard to describe she makes primarily mugs that are like uh, mimics like from a uh, an rpg or like dungeons and dragons so they're monster mugs they like take the shape of quote unquote mugs so they have like these giant scary teeth uh, and they can be wood carved or, you know, have creepy eyes, but they're sort of like beer steins, but for coffee. I mean, you could probably drink beer in them as well. They're really hard to describe, but they're hilarious. They are definitely creepy weird, but in a fun way. Uh, so <laughs> I don't know. I just thought they were hilarious. And then I have an an honorable mention. Uh, <laughs> Alex uh, right now. So Alex creates on Instagram. is a He's a crocheter and potter and he is on hiatus right now. He just like sold out. A large stock of things um but i want people to see his stuff because like the the ceramics that he makes the mugs and also just the things that he crochets primarily for himself they're just really fun and inspiring and uh once he decides to come back i think people should check him out so maybe not for like a holiday gift thing but just in general and that's my list i want to buy all the things that we have talked about this was not good I know there's so much cool stuff to look through and I'm uh, I'm pretty proud of this list. I hope this helps some people. And uh, if if you know, if you want to help us spend uh, all our money on fun things for makers and from makers, uh, you know, send us your send us your links and suggestions. Uh, and I know that 
all of my search suggestions and Facebook, Instagram, and, and TikTok is going to be even more makers right now. And I'm very happy about that. Thank you, Algorithm. <laughs> so uh, you can go and find our show notes with all of those wonderful links over at relay.fm slash make do and we are make do pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our email is make at gmail.com. You can find us individually at Tiff Arment and at Julia Scott S K O T T. And until then, we'll be back in a fortnight and go make and do and buy from makers and doers. 